everybody. Welcome to Two Chicks, One Sip. <laughs> hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Kirsten. And I'm Lexi. And welcome to Two Chicks, One Sip. time <laughs> what are we drinking tonight lex tonight we're having a cosmopolitan on the rocks of course this is a on the rocks premium cocktail it is a single serve ish i'd say that you could definitely serve a few of these but it's about the size of my hand um they're pre-made cocktails i would assume kind of like the skinny girl brand minus the skinny part mm. but in a in a pretty glass bottle yeah it's really pretty nice packaging um, I think it'd be super cute to bring to a pregame that you don't want to bring a big bottle of, you know, vodka or tequila to, or even like a nicer dinner party. Yeah. A nicer dinner party, like a BYOB. It's 20% alcohol for the whole thing. So it's really strong. Um, <laughs> check, <laughs> check <laughs> premium vodka, triple sec, elderberry extract. So pretty good for your mm. immune system and natural flavors. All right, so with this, we're supposed to pour over ice and enjoy, which we did, so check there. Um, a Cosmopolitan is a wildly popular cocktail. The Cosmopolitan is a simple cocktail with a big history. It's often referred to as the Cosmo, as I would call it too, because I feel like I trip over the word Cosmopolitan. Uh-huh. <laughs> this cocktail blends vodka, flavors of cranberry, triple sec, lemon zest, and lime. Super good and super simple. <laughs> All right, first sip. Well, it's pretty at least. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, it's really nice. Mm. Wow. That's really good. That is really tasty. I'm not usually one for really sweet drinks, but this is like the perfect amount. Yeah, this is nice and sweet, but it doesn't feel super sugary. It feels like it's like sweetened with fruit. And I love the pink color. I can really taste the elderflower, like something like that coming through. Yeah, I really like this. I highly recommend Think this is great you guys try it tell us what you think let us know they have some other <laughs> it, it looks it looks legit yeah it tastes pretty good yeah we'll post a picture of this on our instagram so definitely follow us two chicks one sip cocktails as well they have old-fashioned margarita so hopefully we'll try those in the future and i'm excited to see all right here what would you rate this cosmopolitan i would rate this an eight or nine out of ten. Mm. I, you know, what, I'm gonna rate it a nine because wow. I think it's a really beautiful bottle, very aesthetically pleasing. The packaging is super nice, easy to read. It gives you directions on how to make the perfect cocktail. Um, it seems really fresh, like it was made at a bar. I like the color a lot, and it's super strong. So I would definitely bring this to a BYOB party or anything like that. Definitely. You know what? It is really cute. And as I'm sitting here looking at it, I was just thinking that I need to get a gift for two people, a little thank you. Oh, yeah. And I know them and I know they drink. So how perfect to put like a little little bow on there. For sure. This would be good in a little birthday basket. It was only $10, which is kind of a lot. But if you think if you're buying drinks at a bar, (laughs) you spend way more. You spend way more. And this will definitely make you buy less drinks at a bar when we get to go to those. Because it is strong. Perfect pregame. Good call. What would you rate it? Mm, I was on the fence. I was going to say seven or eight. So I'll go up because you did too. I'll say eight. And to be honest, I haven't really had that many Cosmopolitans, but this is making me want to try them. So I'll give credit where it's due. For sure. This is actually my 
second Cosmo ever. Mm. The first one I had was the Skinny Girl brand. Okay. And that was really good, but this definitely tastes like a real drink. Right. Or that kind of tastes like a watered-down drink mm-hmm. a little bit, you know what I mean? This does taste like something you would get at the bar, yeah. 100%. It tastes fresh, which I really like. But uh, let's see. This could maybe mean that I might win the lottery sometime soon. Mm-hmm. A rise in your income could lead to a transformation in your values, Gemini. Ooh. That's great. Particularly where business is concerned. A potential promotion, perhaps? (laughs) (laughs) You could be opening up a vast potential for prosperity that exists now. This is definitely something you should explore. Take care that you don't lose sight of what really matters. Money is meant to enhance other departments of your life, not control. Sound advice, maybe? Yeah, that's sound advice. I don't understand what the how that's supposed to be telling me my future at all. Yeah, I would like to not know about my money future unless it's going to straight up say that you're winning. Yeah. You're coming into a big inheritance or something. Right, so please stay away from money problems. So I found this really cool story. Actually, I had found this, I think, at the end of last year. And by that, I mean end of 2020, so only like a month ago. I don't know why I said it like that. Um, And I'm a huge animal lover, and I know you are too. Mm -hmm. And I had seen this picture years ago of an elephant in a zoo over in Pakistan and the picture was so upsetting and sometimes when I'm like scrolling on social media and you see something like that like sometimes just to protect myself I like keep scrolling but I just had to read about him and his name is I think it's um Kavan Kavan we'll call him K okay so K is a male elephant and in the picture he's standing with his forehead pressed against the cement in his enclosure and he didn't. He doesn't have interaction with anybody or any other elephants. He lived in isolation for thirty-five years. Oh my God. Countless people had tried to, you know, pursue legal action to get him freed and to a sanctuary, but nobody was successful that entire. There were. I think there were other animals there, but his enclosure. If you look it up, it's really, really sad. He wasn't even able to, you know, get like close to the people, which might be a safety concern anyway. But. His handlers basically just like threw him food and left him, and he lived on cement. That's and terrible. it was really, really sad. So in November, December of this year, I was really, really happy when I heard that Cher stepped in and hired a kick-ass legal team nice. and got him out. So now he is in a sanctuary living out his life in Cambodia where he lives outside in the wild and he never has to worry about, you know, food or being lonely or anything. So Aww. that was really good. A really That's good a great feel story. good. I, I love Cher. And now she's even more of a queen. Seriously. I love that Cher must have been, like, on her phone scrolling and saw this Mm -hmm. and was, like, so convicted that she was like, this is happening. They say that elephants are kind of very close emotionally to people. Yeah. So he probably was, like, actually very sad. I feel like he probably didn't know what was going on or why he was there. And, like, they can recognize people. So he's probably like, who the heck are these evil, mean people? For 35 years. I didn't even know elephants lived that long. It's You know what's funny? When I looked up the – well, when I looked up the full article – (laughs) right under the headline you know it said world's loneliest elephant and then it described him as an overweight elephant in pakistan i'm like man he was depressed give him a break also where's he gonna run around and exercise what the heck victim blaming at its (laughs) i'm looking up how long elephants live for i'm gonna guess okay 40 years i would have thought 20 to 30 Mm. um but now i have to go a lot higher so i'm gonna say 60. And you think 40? Yeah. Wow. Okay. So an African bush elephant lives to 60 to 70 years. Wow. An Asian elephant approximately 48. 
and an African forest elephant lives 60 to 70. Wow. That's interesting. That's I really cool. a lot less, but good for them. That's so, like parrots that live until they're like 90-something. That I How would, do you get one of those? I don't know. I don't want to know. But <laughs> I'm happy that he has a really good retirement set up yeah. for the rest of his life. Really sweet. That's really nice. So thank you, Cher. So <laughs> Lexi and I went to elementary school together, and <laughs> I don't know if you remember, but so I think most – we also went to a public high school uh, – elementary school – and I don't know if anybody else experienced the same thing, but usually they have yearly talent shows. Oh <laughs> Our elementary school called them variety shows because nobody had talent. Yeah, probably. They saw us all try on. They were like, you know what, variety. And I have no idea why I was thinking about this the other day, but I was just driving in my car cracking up that I would do like five skits per variety show and – Nothing would ever come of them because I literally did Cotton Eye Joe one year. I was just doing anything. I mean, to get something that you're confident in by all means. <laughs> I was just doing anything to get some FaceTime. And I remember one year, me and a couple other girls decided, to, same year as the Cotton Eye Joe, decided to do, oh, Mickey, you're so fun. You know that song? Mm-hmm. Um, we made a dance routine to that. Opening night, the girl called out sick. <laughs> Thank God I learned every part so I was able to step in for her. That's awesome. But um, So I was just cracking up the other day thinking of that, that they had to actually, after the year I did five skits, they wind up putting a cap. <laughs> they were like, we saw you four too many times. On how many skits you were allowed to do because this variety show was just going hours long. I so you only were able to do only like two. imagine. That was great though. Good for you. Yeah. Ambitious. Five skits. <laughs> What about you? Did you we ever used do to, it? Um, we used to definitely do like class group, like class mm-hmm. acts. Yeah. Is that the right? I don't yeah. know. My class and grade was super, super small. This makes it sound like we live out in like Utah. <laughs> yeah. We definitely don't. I graduated, I think, with between 12 and like 14 people. There were 13 in mine. And we, we aren't from a weird place. <laughs> and I'd like to say that I don't feel like I'm weird, but maybe it did make me weird in some ways. But anyway, so the whole class used to do like skits together. And one that the girls in my class did was beauty school dropout um, from Greece. Yeah. And so we all had to wear different, like, wig colors. And we also had costumes made. And by that, I mean, like, probably my mom or another <laughs> mom sewed them, which props to them, in this metallic, like, almost hospital gown that was, like, too short. And we danced around the stage in our wigs and our gowns, like, ladies of the well, night. Well, that's, like, <laughs> that's actually, like, fun and funny and exciting to watch. So this variety show was open to grades two through eight because it was a full service elementary school. It went from preschool to eighth grade. So while Lexi's doing something exciting and interesting, I'm in second grade trying to do the Cotton Eye show. Is that how many years apart we were? No, I think I was in third grade when you were in eighth grade. I have a question for you here. Uh Uh-huh. Do you know who River Phoenix is? No. Hmm. Why? He's, um, do you ever see Stand By Me? Am I, like, aging myself? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, Stand By Me was a little bit before my time, but my friend um, that also went to school with us, and I became obsessed with River Phoenix. And you know how when you're obsessed in, like, a little girl stage, like, mm-hmm. we had to, like, make like, PowerPoints about him yeah. <laughs> in, like, computer class. We would, like, get in trouble. Anyway, he was in Stand By Me, and there's a skit in Stand By Me where they they dance to the song Lollipop. Do you know what I'm talking about? Lil Wayne's Lollipop? No! <laughs> <laughs> Which one? No, I don't know who sings it, but it's like an old song from like the 50s or 60s. 
Um, it's like lollipop. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one. <laughs> so way more innocent. <laughs> no, we did not get up and dance to Lil Wayne. We did. Do you remember when my class in eighth grade did We Are the World? And that was a bunch of um, stars like Willie Nelson, Tina Turner, all of these big names that got – and Michael Jackson. I don't know why I, like, had to make sure you guys knew that Michael Jackson was there, but um, – and they all got up and, like, sent, uh, danced to We Are the World, like, swayed back and forth with each other, so – Oh, wait. I think I do remember this. Is this your eighth grade year? Yeah. Okay, I remember that. And yeah. I was Tina Turner, so I had to <laughs> – I had to – my mom was like, the, the skirt has to be short. And I'm like, I'm in eighth grade, Mom. Like, Stop. But I got up there in my short skirt and my wig. I don't know why I always had a damn wig on. And I was Tina Turner. It's actually really funny. And I only thought of it, I'll be quick, because it happened at the school, like, out front. Mm-hmm. We had, in eighth grade, I don't know if this was still happening when you got to eighth grade, but we would have the police come <gasps> with a golf cart. And they would, this is so oh, funny. This is there so was, funny. like, a, it was, like, the driveway was, like, a dead end almost, like, with, like, a full circle at the end and, yeah. like, a flagpole in the middle. So the cop brought over a golf cart and we put on drunk goggles yeah, we and we that. had to drive around coolest day of my life yes, thus far that was pretty cool i thought you were gonna say when they did the lockdowns oh those yeah. were traumatizing and i brought this up to my friends and they were like we never <laughs> when they would bang stuff on the but, desks oh my god so this was actually terrifying we are like when i would talk to my friends they'd be like our teachers never ever did that we would just have you know like it was like a fire drill like they told us what to do and then we would do it our teachers would, like, play along and pretend it was real. Like, I remember me and one of my friends would were hysterically crying one year because we were like, can you just tell us if this is a drill or not? Like, please. Like, we're honestly really scared. And I remember our one gym teacher was in the corner pretending to cry because she mm. was that much in character. And then after, I was like, did you know? And she was like, well, yeah, I just wanted you guys to think it's real. Like, you guys have to, yeah. like, react. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's, like, traumatizing. That is traumatizing. It was really terrifying. And I remember they, the police came in with guns and were, like, running up and down the hallway. So I found a super interesting article uh, the other day. And a flight attendant revealed what you should never drink on a plane. Uh-oh. And it turns out it's actually disgusting. Great. Mm-hmm. What is it? Um, <laughs> getting there. Um... <laughs> The water? The water's not safe on the plane? Yeah, well, she says you should never drink. I'm trying to. Okay. She said it's not just. She said you should only be drinking bottled water or anything that comes out of a can. It's not just the water itself that you should avoid, but any beverages made with the water, like Mm. coffee and tea, because the filters and the water tank are absolutely disgusting she mm. quote unquote says absolutely disgusting and are very rarely cleaned does that go for the ice too yes mm, great so um she also says they were filthy she uses that word so that's a little disgusting because every time i've been on a flight usually it's early in the morning or late at night i always get coffee and tea oh 100 so that's great to know another uh crazy article super crazy article (laughs) how how crazy is it here i found is that i'm sure all of you out there are pretty stirred like me about kim ye's divorce Mm, super but they're not revealing anything (laughs) until the final season is when they're gonna tell all so i guess they just really are trying to get those last minute hike in the views i mean it sounds like they're just kind of milking it right yeah exactly (laughs) i do not believe that this is their last season i think that they're gonna be like at the end 
Just kidding. We're doing another 100%. 10 more seasons and just have There's ratings no spiked. And it's too lucrative for them to just right? stop. I don't understand why they wouldn't do it. I feel like a lot of people still totally watch. It's weird that we've never gotten any offers for... I was... Um, when I was 11 or 12, I wrote into E! News to get a spinoff of the Keeping Up With The Kardashians called Getting In With The Glins. That's so funny. I love it. I, like, looked up all the executives' names at um, E, and I emailed them as an 11, 12-year-old because I always knew I wanted to be famous. I love it. Your poor family would be like, here, we did not sign up for this. <laughs> I wrote to um, a president one time. Oh. I, I want to say it was either Clinton or Bush. I was, like, probably, like, six years old. Mm-hmm. Get back to me when you guys figure out who was president then. Um, but he had a cat named Socks, and I had a cat named Socks. Oh, so wow. I wrote him this, like, heartfelt message about how I felt, like, inclined <laughs> to write to him, and he answered, and by he, I mean, it was probably, like... Wow, he answered? I don't, I don't think that, like, Mr. President sat down One to of the interns, write to probably. me, but somebody answered, and he they sent a picture of the cat. So when no. I was six or seven, I also wrote to the president, um, with these girls that you and I used to be friends with, and we wrote to abolish... Mm. Puppy Mills. Aww. Yeah. We Another wrote, really like, sad topic. I know. We it, it was probably about a 10-page essay. We did word art. We color-coded. We wanted to make sure that it was super easy to read. Devils in the details. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure it was very well written. So I'm also curious where we emailed it to. We definitely just looked up White House email and sent it. It goes to, like, the mailroom, and they're, like, reading it out loud yeah. laughing. <laughs> they're like, look at these dweebs. But try to change the world when we were younger. I've stopped. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I don't know if anybody knows they're out there speaking of trying to save the world. I don't know if a lot of – do you use recyclable or uh, reusable bags when you go grocery shopping? You know what? I do have them, and I'm pretty good with it most times. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I will slip up and forget them. That's but okay. I try to be pretty good. You're yeah. only human, yeah. I, I use them as well. But, of course, sometimes we forget. But if you didn't know, pretty much every grocery store now has a bin where you could take your old plastic mm-hmm. bags and recycle them. Yeah, that's great. So I pretty much do that for everything, though, every little bit of plastic. Yeah. So just fun fact, if you guys want to do that, it's super easy. You're already going to the grocery store anyway. Do better. Mm-hmm. Do better, be better, sit better. <laughs> so just a quick health and wellness tip to kind of – tie all this great doing good being better feeling silly <laughs> feeling slap happy um so i know it's kind of end of january but i'm sure we're all still recovering from the holidays right <laughs> absolutely so i'm i have a huge sweet tooth i don't know about you mm-hmm. but i discovered this delicious chocolate hummus that i made and it's honestly really good at curbing my sweet tooth yeah. and getting a lot of protein and kind of curbing my appetite at the same time it's just you take and rinse a can of chickpeas, you put three tablespoons of cocoa, which is pretty much sugar-free, and you just put a little uh, vanilla and a little maple syrup in it. That's great. Or a little agave or honey, whatever your, your syrup sweetener of choice is. And you could, it tastes delicious. It tastes like mousse, pretty much, like chocolate mousse. And I dip strawberries in it, um, blueberries, pretzels, That's bananas. That's awesome. It's really good, and it really helps you... Uh, curb that sweet tooth if you're really just struggling to eat some cookies and ice cream like I am all the time. Me too. If I buy it, mm, I eat it. So I definitely want to. All right, guys. Well, I think that about concludes our Bloody Mary experience today. 
Yeah. I hope that you had a bloody good time. <laughs> <laughs> hope you had a bloody good time, mate. A bloody good time. Well, thanks, everybody. And follow us on Insta because I just made it. And also follow us on Spotify. And thank you. Bye. See you next week.